Hey everybody, it's Harland. Welcome to today's episode. Before we get started, I want to let you know, due to popular demand and your requests, people have asked me to hand draw a t-shirt for my charity, Cinnamon Angels Fly Fly Away, for all those children out there with horrible cinnamon allergies. Uh, so it's here, and if you want to order your very own Cinnamon Angels Fly Fly Away t-shirt, just go to harbling.com, harbling.com, and order away. We have all sizes, all colors, and you'll be helping those poor children with their swollen ankles and the drool coming out of their mouths and their red eyes. And all the money goes directly to me, <clears throat> to the charity, and uh, that's how you do it. Just go to harbling.com and start helping the cinnamon bastard, the, the cinnamon children, allergy children, bastard uh, children of today. And now let's start rolling down the Harland Highway. But wait, then there's another level to this tip madness. The thing where they ask you if you want to ante up. Right. And then they go, oh, would you like to even up to an even $25 for the children in Korea with no lips or whatever? Right. Whatever the, you know, the the gimpy kids of Brazil with no arms or whatever. And then you feel bad. Yeah, the Boy Scouts with (laughs) with no legs. (laughs) They do put you under pressure. And you feel bad saying no because you feel... Everyone's staring at you. Is yeah. she going to hit no on that button? Yeah, and then she's there judging you. And meanwhile, there's some like kid in Korea with no lips who can't eat a cup of corn. And you feel bad because you just bought like shampoo and toothpaste and cheesies. You could have helped him buy a pair of lips. <laughs> you could have helped some gimpy kid in Korea with no lips suck the ice off the side of a 7-Eleven or something. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> now I'm going to round up for the rest of my life. You're riding down the Harland Highway. All right, hold tight on the Harland Highway show. Harland Williams. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, very special guest today. I threw in a silent W because I know you like. Uh, it's my favorite. Special guest. <laughs> Here on the Harlan Highway, Sarah Colonna is here. Let's hit the theme music. <laughs> yeah. Right here. Sarah. Oh, yeah. That's nice music. You like it? I do. I mean, I've heard it because I've you know listened to your podcast. Oh, go, you do? Yeah. yeah. Oh, what an honor. Thanks. Well, it's just different live. Yeah, it's different live. We're here. And, feeling uh, it. Are you feeling it? Mm-hmm. You, are you one of those people that rides off of that type of energy, like the feeling thing? Like, do you have crystals and do you, do oh. you believe in vibes and all that stuff? Are you just someone that goes, oh, what's going on today? That's kind of me. Yeah. yeah. I'm kind of an idiot, basically. Like, Jesus I don't. Christy child. <laughs> Sweet Dominum Nostrum. Jesus Christy. Demons get out. You're not allowed to come on here and call yourself an idiot in the first sentence. Well, I just God. mean, you said, do I ride off a of vibe? No, yeah. I just kind of go, what's what's happening now? Yeah. I don't, I don't 
have vibes. So you don't, you're not into people, like, you've met them, right? Especially here in Hollywood. They're, like, tingly, and they're like, ooh, your energy. Yeah. Like, crystals and all that stuff. You know what some of those people do, too? What? That really bugs me is they touch your face. They do? Yeah. I know a person very, very in particular that I'm thinking of that uh, is a... What? He's, like, a face a, toucher. He's, like, he like likes... Like a priest? Yeah. N- oh, No. Well, that they would, touch other areas, really. They do, yeah. Wait, sh- show me on your face how they <laughs> like, do it. Like he grabs your face, kind oh. of, which is was already weird before, I don't know, COVID and everything else. It, it's just not, you shouldn't touch people's faces yeah. without extreme yeah, permission. Right. Yeah. Ooh, I was at I was at a premiere once. I went to a, a, some kind of premiere, you know, big movie premiere, and I, I saw an executive who I had done a movie with years before. And he was sort of a big executive. He's like, oh, Harlan, I haven't seen you in so long. You'd look so great. And he did like the little like slap, oh. like like not an aggressive, but just kind of like a friendship slap. And I, I was like, <laughs> almost wanted to punch his lights out. Yeah. I was like, what, what do you just that's even like, touch my face? That's like an aggressive like aunt thing, yeah. right? Like your aunt who comes in. It's like, look at you. I yeah. don't know. I, yeah, I don't like that. Well, yeah, this was a guy This was a guy who had no bloodline to me. Mm-mm. He was just a, like executive here in Hollywood. Do you slap him back? I That's, wanted to. Yeah. I, I, like it actually got my hairs up. Like I was I kind of like, ooh, like I had to kind of hide my my feelings because I, 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 I went into the red zone. I was like, <laughs> The fuck? I'm a grown man. You're a grown. They just like slap me on uh, the face. I would have been fun if you just like kind of punched him back, oh, sort of. Man. Yeah, good to see. Haven't seen you in a bit either. Bam! Just right, right hook. Just choke him out, like make him unconscious. <laughs> God. Have you ever, when you were doing the dating scene, did you ever have someone who was like kind of like a like a vibey, like hippie, like kind of? Yeah. Really? Yeah, we didn't get along. What happened? It's just not. <laughs> I don't know why that's not for me. I probably yeah. should have a couple crystals in my life, but <laughs> I just don't. It's just never been my thing. What about crystal meth? Would you <laughs> well, like that? that? Obviously, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's okay. that really gets you going. You know, yeah. that's that definitely is a vibe. <laughs> so you won't do crystals, but crystal meth is on the menu. Yeah, that's a vibe. What uh, color is your tent that you live in <laughs> on the sidewalk? God purple <laughs> oh god <laughs> with a couple crystals hanging out just in case yeah have you passed some of those tenters on the out on the like on the road now like they didn't used to be there like three even three years ago there were no there's homeless people but there weren't tents no there's whole whole like tent cities like lines of them yeah and i of course i feel bad for them but what happens is if you ever done this you're driving by them and some of them just come wandering out in the street with their pants half down or with yeah. a shopping cart or a, like something on the couch on their sh- and it's like you know it almost causes you to crash yeah it's not doesn't seem safe for anyone so it's it sucks obviously oh, yeah. and you do feel bad for them but they i feel like there should be a, a better place for them to be yeah. staying that's pretty crazy. For themselves, too, because they're in bad weather. They're, you know, it's hot. That's brutal, man. Rain sometimes. Um, going back to face touching, though, when I was a kid, <laughs> I, I had a little brother, Donnie, my little brother, Donnie, and he mm-hmm. was blind. Did I ever tell you about Donnie? No. Yeah. Um, so Donnie was uh, my little brother. He was a blindie, and he, um, I used to read him, like, kid stories at night. I'd go up to his room 
And, you know, like Curious George books and Where the Wild Things Are. Do you remember that yeah, one where the demented kid dressed up like a horseshoe rabbit and floated to Gingivitis <laughs> Island or whatever? Remember, the, remember those big I don't remember. Monsters? I wish I remembered the details. I remember Where the Wild Things Are. Yeah. Like I can picture the cover of the book. Right. But I definitely didn't remember Gingivitis Island. Well, that's what I did. But they, they had these monsters that had yellow fungus yeah. teeth and gargoyle eyes. Yeah, and they, they did. They looked like if they talked, they'd, they'd smell. That's true. Like burnt onions and horseradish <laughs> and a merry calendars like meatloaf or something. Oh, Marie Calendars. You you put some respect on that name and say it right. It's Wait, not Mary. What? It's Marie Calendars. And she has delicious pot pies. Isn't it Mary Calendar? Marie. Oh. Mm-hmm. I've been to a brick and mortar. They don't just have frozen items. They have like restaurants. Oh, that's right. I've been to one. Yeah. It's delicious. Yeah. I'm just saying. I remember I went with a friend once, and then I'll get back to my the blindy. Uh, my, I went with a friend once. We both ordered one of those pot pies, and for some mm. reason they they heated hers up like triple to mine. Oh. And I ate mine. I was like, oh, this is good. And she put hers in her mouth. And did you ever burn the whole roof of your mouth? Yeah, it doesn't feel good. She like singed it up like uh, looked like Freddy Krueger <laughs> after a fucking <laughs> steam bath down at uh, 49th and 12th, whatever, <laughs> wherever that is. <laughs> okay, back to the blindy. <laughs> so Donnie, the little blindy, right? Okay. Um, I used to go up to his room at night and, and read him kids books because he couldn't see but i had to learn braille i read them to him as braille and i'd put his little fingers on it and he'd feel all the little bumps you know have you yeah. ever read braille before i haven't i mean i i think like once in school they you know, i went to school in arkansas i don't think they gave us oh there's no blind no there's no blind people yeah. there so they i definitely have felt it before but okay. not yeah so you know it's those little bumps right yeah so I taught uh, little Donnie how to read Braille, Curious George, Where the Wild Things Are, and then cut to, it's funny how life goes in full circles, right? So cut to about three weeks ago, I'm over at the uh, Arby's drive-thru, and they didn't have what I wanted. And I got up to the drive-thru and I was irate. I was mad. You ever been like pissed? <laughs> at a drive-thru? Yeah. Yeah. So I get to the drive-thru and I yank the kid out. You know, the, the, the kid who worked there is like this pumpkin-faced, like, zit-faced whore almost, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Like, tons of zits. Like, just bumpier than a fucking Smurf's wet dream, right? <laughs> and I'm sitting there holding this kid about to ream him out, and then I had a flashback to little Blindy Donnie, and I'm, you know, teaching him Braille, and I just started touching the kid's, reading his face, the zits, and it was like the first three chapters of Stephen King's The Shining <laughs> on his stupid, bumped-up, whore face. What's wrong with you? That's what happens when you work at Arby's, you know? Uh, Sometimes there's a lot of grease, and yeah. it causes you to have pimples. Like, there's no way that you took someone by the face at Arby's, but I wish you were that person. I know. I, just, I wanted to have a face-touching story because yeah. you came out strong. And you had a face, and you were even able Yours to... Yours was strong, even though, I mean, it was totally made up, and it was definitely strong. I know, but I had to uh, kind of embellish to kind of keep up with you. But you you said someone was, like, doing this to you. Yeah, a lot of, how are you, and, and face oh. grabbing. And who was it again? It's this guy that I know who just is very, that's what he, that's his thing, and everyone talks about it behind his back, and at some point it needs to be addressed. You've Maybe never... Maybe he's listening now, and then that would be great. 
and then hopefully that'll end it. You've never addressed it with him? No, I try to just sort of get out of the way. Because yeah. he's well-meaning, yeah, um, and he's he's just one of those people who thinks like, oh, it's so good to see. I don't uh, know why you would ever have to touch someone's it's almost face. Phony, right? It's almost yes. fake. Like you, they're almost over-exuding with with um, you know excitement to see you to the point where you almost feel like it's phony or something. Maybe I need to have a really uh, pimply face like the fake guys from Arby, Arby's <laughs> yeah. and he'll never touch me again. Yeah, but just grow zits that spell <laughs> fuck off in Braille. <laughs> so he grabs you. It's like, fuck off. Don't touch my face, you creep. He's like, and wow, he like, how could you say that to me? Yeah. I'm like, what? I, I didn't say, say nothing. I didn't say anything. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a bad idea. Just silently fuck off. <laughs> Have you ever had that in real life, though, where you, out of concern, out of respect and love for someone you know or care about, and they were doing something that was, like, kind of awkward or off-putting? Did you ever cut through that barrier and go, hey, I care about you, just so you know, this thing you're doing isn't a good look for you, uh, and, and you hope they get what you're saying. Has that ever happened and it went south or did it go well? I have done that before. Oh, what happened? With a friend that used to, um, she was one of those people who really likes shock value. Okay. And so we would be out, this was like, I don't know, I was probably late 20s, early 30s. Just for the crowd, shock value, like have you ever walked in on her like sucking on an electric eel or anything? (laughs) What? (laughs) What do you mean? Like like likes to, you know, take people by surprise. Oh, shock other yeah. people. Got yeah, yeah, not like an electric current okay, type thing. Okay, got yeah. Um, but it would be interesting if that was it. Okay, so what what was this confrontation? Was, well, we I just I I had had enough because we would go to bars. It usually happened when she had a few too many drinks. Okay, and she would she was one of those people who would like to a stranger sitting in a bar would say something, quote-unquote, provocative, right? Yeah. Something that sh- uh, f- that most people would find offensive to a okay. complete stranger. Yeah, yeah. Acting. And she's like, what? I'm just joking around, that yeah. kind of thing. And she did it all the time. And finally, I was like, I can't go out with you anymore if this is what you're going to do. It makes me uncomfortable. You said like, that to her? Yeah. Wow. Um, we're not friends anymore. <laughs> really? Yeah. And was it that that did it? It didn't... Uh, she didn't re- take that well, yeah. But it was just sort of a period of time that her behavior was always kind of like that. So yeah. it, it just sort of fizzled out as far as a friendship because I I don't I don't find it's I don't find it fun to sort of mess with people that are strangers and assume that they're going to be on the same yeah, page. Yeah, for yeah. me, like I yeah. don't know, you travel a lot by yourself, right? For stand up, yeah. And so do I. So I am like a person who likes to be left alone. I go to lunch by myself, dinner by yeah. whatever, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I really sympathize even more with someone who's just trying to have a drink and a nice night. Yeah. And someone's like... Chill out. Yeah. Someone's antics, which they think is fun, is not what the other person wants. Yeah, you kind of have to respect other people's space and privacy or... You know, and it's a hard barrier with a friend too, because it's kind of like that thing we've all had this, where you have a boy, uh, a girlfriend, or a boyfriend, and they go, "Oh, this is my new fiance, or this is my new boyfriend or girlfriend, and he's great, and I love him, and everyone else knows he or she's like a schmuck." Yeah. And then they say, "Well, you know, five months later, I'm going to marry the guy, and you know that he's either cheated, or he's a liar, or he's mm. done something." And you, you, you have to go, do I tell her? 
do I tell her who this guy really is or do it? You know what I mean? It's like, if you cross that barrier, you don't know if they go, oh my God, thanks for telling me. Or do they go, who are you to fucking say what he or is? Or if they're defensive. Yeah. Right. Because now you're tampering with their, their through line of love. Yeah. I have a few friends like that. <sighs> Men and women that I'm like, I love you, but I would never set you up with anyone yeah. that I know. Right. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to put my name on that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> demon seed. Wow. Speaking of demon seed, talk to me. Do you go to Starbucks? Do you, do you go to get coffees and Starbucks? Sometimes I'm more of a coffee bean fan. Oh, okay, but you go for like you go to those those places. Right? I go. I go. Yeah, not daily. <laughs> but let's talk about. <laughs> Let's talk about the tipping. Okay. What is going on with everywhere you go now? Even Rite Aid. That like, you have to tip on your prescription. Like they want you, <laughs> people want you to tip. Here's your cancer medicine. Would you like to leave a <laughs> Would tip? Would you like to leave a tip? And there's a little yeah. jar right or it there. Says, You're not going to be around too long. Why don't you leave a tip? You, you can't <laughs> use it. Yeah. Might as well. I saw your diagnosis. Yeah, I know yeah. what this is for. <laughs> And you can just go ahead and get rid of your money as, yeah, you, as a, you pick it up. Yeah, give me a big tip. Do you tip at Starbucks? Well, here's the thing. I feel I feel pressured. Like yeah. it's, it's like I'm coming in for a, like a cup of coffee that's already, I don't get coffee, I get hot chocolate, but it's already way overpriced. Yeah. And it's like now they want like another dollar or $2 or $3 on a $6 hot chocolate. And it's like, here's what the person did. It was like, here's your hot chocolate, sir. Yeah. And then I like take the hot chocolate and I go, well, didn't I just do the exact same thing you just did? <laughs> like, where's my tip, tip there, me back. Uh, corn on the cob teeth yeah. or whatever your name is? <laughs> God. But First of all, I don't know why I'm fascinated that you go for hot chocolate over coffee. Yeah, I've never had a coffee. Ever? Ever. In never, your life. Never had a coffee, yeah. Is this thing a lot of people know that I didn't know that I'm... No. Okay. No. Never just tasted it, never... I had one sip once by accident. I was shooting a scene in a, in a little film project, and it was a scene at a coffee cart, and I said to the prop master, I said, I've never had coffee in my life, so put Coke in the glass, and I'll drink the Coke. And he forgot, and so in the scene, I put the... And I... I could feel it in my mouth, and I went, oh, my God. But I didn't want to blow the take, so I swallowed it. And then I went to him. I said, hey, dude, blah, blah, blah. But that's the only sip of coffee I've ever had in my life. And did it did, – did you hate it? I didn't hate it, but I didn't like it. Like, I wasn't like, oh, my God, what have I been missing? But it was more as a kid, all I ever heard adults saying was like, oh, God, I can't stop drinking coffee. Oh, I wish I didn't drink three coffees a day. Coffee kind of thought – when I was a kid, I thought, well, if I never drink one, I never have to deal with that. Right, and you never have to be the person screaming about coffee yeah. all day, boring people to death. Yeah, yeah. I don't have to worry. Everyone's, I'm addicted to coffee, so I just never did it. And then how often do you have a hot chocolate? Oh, it's random. It's like, you know, every one every few months or whatever. Oh, it's not like a daily situation. No, no, it's not. A, hot chocolate's not addictive <laughs> like coffee. Had one yesterday, in case you're wondering. Do you go marshmallows? I mean, I need whipped cream. For some reason, I'm fascinated by this. I it's, can't have marshmallows because marshmallows to me look like a ghost went shit in my 
hot drink. That they, they look like ghost turds. <laughs> now I can never have marshmallows either. Yeah, if you're ever thinking of roasting a marshmallow on a campfire, just think of it as a giant white ghost shit, and you'll It'll, never do that. You'll never again. do that again. I like, mean, why? I don't know why you had to ruin a perfectly I good know. marshmallow for me, but well, imagine a s'more. That's like a ghost shit with skid marks on I, it. I had a s'more for the first time. I don't think I've ever had them. Tr- to be honest, they're with obnoxious. You. They're, it's too difficult. It's too much sugar. You almost could go into like. Um, anaphylactic shock or whatever it's called yeah and it doesn't it doesn't eat easily yeah it makes messy. it's messy you feel like like a black bear going through a garbage dump <laughs> when you eat a s'more and it just runs down your face i oh. a friend of mine took a video of me eating it because she he was fascinated by the fact oh. that i never had one before They're the worst and i was just like look at me i look like a fucking monster yeah. eating that sorry for the f-bomb but no, that's what that i look like and then i thought maybe i could start an only fans where i just eat s'mores and people will probably pay for it oh they would because they droop and drizzle and here's the thing a lot of times you're at a campfire and you're blasted out of your mind on tequila or whatever you drank hot chocolate yeah, and then you've got like schmore all over your fingers, and then you go to take a leak, and then you get all the marshmallow melt in your pubes, and now it looks like a ghost puked on your on your junk. You know what I mean? That's its perspective I hadn't thought yeah. about, to be honest with you. Don't you don't want ghost puke no, on your junk. I've only been here for a few minutes. You've already ruined a few things for me. Yeah, there'll yeah. be more to come. Arby's, Arby's, <laughs> Starbucks. Where the wild things are. Where the wild things are. S'mores, s'mores, and uh, and probably coffee. Yeah, probably done with that now too. But do you? I could see you getting jacked about about tipping. Like, do you get do you get uptight when it? Like, how do you handle the the tipping? Well. It's hard because I worked in restaurants for so oh, long. Oh, so you might have the other perspective. I have the other perspective, but I also, like, I over-tip at restaurants, at bars, even if everything was shit. Oh, yeah. You know, even if the server just stood in a corner and forgot about me for the really? whole time, I'm like, here's 20% at least. Mm. But I do agree that there comes, a, like, I don't know why we're tipping everywhere. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, what you said about restaurants, even when the service is bad, most people traditionally tip. Yeah. But what I'm talking about is when, like, at Subway. You ever go to Subway? Yeah, now they have a they thing. They make and, you a yeah. sandwich, and then before you, you know, the, you know the guy's not making a ton of money working there. I know. So but still, it's not like he ran around tables and went in the kitchen and did this. It's like he... You handed me a cookie or a sandwich, and now, I don't know. Have you considered putting a tip jar on stage when you do stand-up? Um, no. I might put one up here, though, on the <laughs> podcast. I think, I think that's a good idea. I think it is a good idea. The next podcast, you're going to see a tip jar right here. I think it's a yeah. great idea, yeah. and uh, it'll probably remain empty. I don't know. I don't carry I give cash. Good, I give, give good podcasts. You do, yeah. but what if I don't carry cash? Do I? You can put your credit card in it. That's true. Just, Just leave it. it in, leave mm-hmm. it, and then let me decide what I want as a consumer. <laughs> Sir Slurp a lot. Hello. That's what's a good your, idea. What's your name, Sir Slurp a lot? <laughs> God. What is wrong with you today? I'm sorry. God. It's just what happens. But wait, then there's another level to this tip madness. The thing where they ask you if you want to ante up. Like, let's say your check is like, you're at Rite Aid, 
or AIDS, if you want to. Um, if you're at right AIDS mm-hmm. and <laughs> your your bill is like twenty three forty nine, right? And then they go, "Oh, would you like to even up to an even twenty five dollars for the children in Korea with no lips or whatever, right. whatever the you know the the gimpy kids of Brazil yeah. with no arms or yeah. whatever." And then you feel bad. Yeah, the Boy Scouts with. With no <laughs> legs or whatever. Like, what are some of these causes? Do you know any? It happens at the and it happens at pavilions, I believe, too. I feel like really? my grocery store does it too. Yeah. They're what like, do they don't, do? What they're are... like, don't you wanna round up for the children round with up. no heads? Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, I wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the main no one. Heads. Yeah, they don't have any heads. Wow. And then you feel like you hit you feel bad hitting no because you're like what would i do if i didn't have a head but yeah how about throw them in the meat grinder (laughs) instead of round up ground up I uh, I like it I no but, they do put you under pressure right, and you feel the, bad saying no because right. you feel everyone's staring at you or yeah. is she gonna hit no on that button yeah and then she's there judging you and meanwhile there's some like kid in Korea with no lips who can't <laughs> eat a cup of corn and you feel bad because you just bought like shampoo and toothpaste and cheesies you could have helped him buy a pair of lips <laughs> you could have helped some gimpy kid in Korea with no lips <laughs> Suck the ice off the side of a 7-Eleven or something. That's exactly right. Now I'm going to round up for the rest of my life. Even even the term sounds right. Yeehaw! We're going to round up. Let's round up some lipless Korean chillins. Like, what the... This is round up. It's horrible. That's true. But does it make you mad? You you seem kind of fine with it all. You're not as mad as I wanted you to be. Well, I do. I guess I feel shame now. Now I feel shame that I always hit no. Oh, you do? Have you ever rounded up? And now it sounds like a sexual position. (laughs) I have rounded up. Uh, Bad. Similar to reverse cowgirl position, it actually is. Yeah. Is it? Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> Round and pound. <laughs> Round and pound. I would um, I would round up if it said, do you care to round and pound? I would hit yes on the with button. The, with the cashier? Yeah. Grab them. It's <laughs> round say, Yes, I do, ma'am. And I would hit yes. Oh, a ma'am. Yeah. So it's a lesbian roundup. Yeah, why not? Wow, those are my favorite. There's no rules. Wow. But what's so, what are some of the... Um, the causes that you've been asked to round up to, like for real. The real ones are usually, I feel that at pavilions, it's always like a food bank. You're um, in a food store and they're trying to get you with a food bank and they've got a whole warehouse full of wait, food? Shit, that's a Fuck good point. <laughs> I never even thought of that. That's like going yeah. to a leprosy colony and asking someone to give you a fucking finger. I, <laughs> I never even thought about that. That's and by the horrible. way, there's like... And and this is this these they definitely have you know they sell I don't know tuna and yeah. whatever that expiration they made yeah there's expiration dates and you're like oh this goes bad tomorrow why don't you yeah. go give that to the food bank instead yeah. of guilting me in the rounding and pounding with 
someone I don't know. Sorry, I just no, hit my no microphone. Worries. I you know, very you, passionate. Oh, that's that's what we want. We want to see you juiced and juiced hard. Mm-hmm. I want to see you round up. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but here's the other thing in today's world that we live in, and this might be tough to talk about, but okay. I I live in this world now where I don't know that I trust where the money goes. Like, how do I know that Rite Aid's signing a big check to the lipless children of Korea? Yeah, here's some Roundup money, kids. Go suck on a cob of corn. I agree with that. You don't know where it's right? going for sure. Yeah. Because you see these televangelists and you see all these people and they say, oh, we're giving money to God and to the orphanage. And the next thing you know, they're on their own Lear jet, private yeah. jet, and their Mercedes and they're partying in Cancun. and Cocaine. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, that's the other thing. I don't know if I trust where half this charity money goes. It's a good point. I think it's better to just go home and donate to the food bank from your own. I think so. Like, they have websites. Yeah. You don't have to trust. I mean, maybe it's legit, but I, I guess it's just it's a predicament of the world we live in. Remember when they used to have, um, I feel like they don't really have these anymore. Because they, they, they used to have, I feel like at every grocery store they had uh, like a, a little coin thing where you could put in oh, yeah. change and whatnot yeah. for, I don't know, just to, I, it was supposedly going somewhere. I don't know to who, kids, right? Kids with leprosy. Kids with leprosy, or yeah. Kids with pretzel legs or, or, or something. Or Dina the cashier. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Nubs McGinty. But one time, I, I when I was really young and for, like first moved to Los Angeles. Oh, boy, here we go. I would always put stuff in those. I You know, oh, here's my change. I'll put it in there. Yeah. Well, I got my taxes done, and this guy, his name was Bob something. Yeah. Long last name. I forget it now. Bob but something. He was a shady tax guy that I met in like a coffee shop and where he did my taxes in the middle Whoa. of a coffee shop. And he said, Well, don't you ever donate to those things at checkout? And I was like, Yeah, I put my change in there all the time. He's like, Yeah, that's a write off. How much do you think you put in? And I was like, I don't know, probably thousands of dollars, which was not true. Thousands. I don't know. I just made some. Try eighty six cents. I know. Yeah. Well, I thought. Well, if I did it all year, it must be a lot of money. No, it's not. It was like pennies always. Yeah. Probably like three hundred and sixty five pennies. Oh God. Um, and then I got audited by the IRS because this guy was shady. Bob something. Yeah, Bob something. Oh, something. Bob bullshit. Bob bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. So he uh, he got me in trouble because I was dumb and didn't know. I was oh. like, yeah, no, no, it definitely wasn't thousands that I said, but whatever. He the only reason I got audited because he was a shady accountant that met people in their coffee shops, yeah. and apparently all of us turned our. Um, yeah, I'm gonna that, keep hitting the microphone. I'm aggressive. I'm sorry. Just no, thinking I don't about care. I yeah, like to see you get power jacked. But also, I was like 26, and they audited me, and I worked at a restaurant, so it was a waste oh. of everyone's time. But I learned oh. a lesson. Never donate again. Yeah, never donate. <laughs> have you ever been to one of those places where they have they have like the the little box for the the kid with you know they got a cleft lip or something? Yeah, or one of their eyes is on their left ass cheek or something, <laughs> and then it's sort of empty. But then the one beside it is the the thing for demented puppies or cats with the ringworm in their face you know and they're they're like overflowing yeah and like people donate to the to the animals before they donate to their own kind yeah someone's got to go in there and just make make it even split up the tips god yeah i think people like animals more than they like people i mean sometimes animals are nicer usually 
Yeah, animals don't try to hurt you. Hey, everybody, this is Harland Williams, and we're still early in the new year, and I know you've got your goals, and Factor is here to help you achieve each and every one of them. Fuel up fast with ready-to-eat, nutritious meals delivered straight to your door, leaving you time and energy to tackle everything on your to-do list. Achieve and maintain your 2023 goals with Factor. Get America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit and start saving time, eating well, and living your best year yet. I'm telling you, man, it is so nice when you have these easy-to-prepare meals sitting right in your fridge, ready to go, waiting. And not only that, but they're healthy meals. They're balanced meals. You know, I'm a pizza and cheeseburger guy, and these guys are helping me eat Right. And if you're too busy to cook with factors, skip the trip to the grocery store. Skip the chopping, the prepping, the cleaning up. Factors fresh, never frozen. Meals are ready in just two minutes. All you have to do is heat them up and enjoy. No matter what your lifestyle is, Factor has delicious flavor-packed meals to help you live life to its fullest. With Kato, Calorie Smart, Vegan and Veggie, and Protein Plus options on the menu each and every week. Prepared by chefs, that's right, chefs, and approved by dietitians, each meal has all of the ingredients you need to feel satisfied all day long. With 34 chef-prepared, dietitian-approved weekly options, there's always something new to try. Plus, you can round out your meal and replenish your snack supply with an assortment of 36-plus sweets, smoothies, juices, and more satisfying add-ons. Oh, my God. Want to cut back on takeout? Yes, I do. Get Factor instead. Not only is Factor cheaper than takeout, but meals are ready faster than restaurant delivery. They're ready in just two minutes. Eating vegan or veggie is a snap with Factor because each meal is prepared by chefs and approved by dietitians. You know that your Factor meal has all of the ingredients you want and nothing you don't. And if you're looking to mix it up, you can add a protein to select vegan plus veggie meals each week. So, what I'm saying, guys. Get Factor and enjoy clean eating without the hassle. That's the key. Simply choose your meals and enjoy fresh flavor-packed meals delivered to your door, ready in just two minutes. No prep, no mess. How about that? And uh, here's what you got to do. Head to factormeals.com slash harland50 and use code harland50 to get 50% off your first box. I'm glad I can be part of this. Harland 50 to get 50% off your first box. That's code Harland 50 at factormeals.com slash Harland 50. I said it again to get 50% off your first box. Hopefully this gets you eating right, feeling right, smelling right, looking right. Um, I think you're going to enjoy it. So give factormeals.com a try. And now let's get back down the Harland Highway. Speaking of hurt, what's the what's the worst thing going on with women these days? Like, what's the what's the thing that's hurting women? Whether it's like physical, social, emotional. Like, what's the one thing that women are just like something's like crickling their cracklings or whatever the saying is. I I mean, I don't know if my crickles crackled. Uh, I guess. I don't know. What do you think? Like, think, probably social media is probably the worst, but that hurts everybody. I think it's the women in sports thing. It's like, it's, it's the men doing women's sports, 
and I feel like, you know, it's almost like, I feel like, you know, women did, uh, women's lib in the 70s, they burned the bras, and then before that they got the right to vote, and then, uh, and then it was uh, equal pay for equal job, and then it was like, uh, you know, giving women more high-powered uh, positions in corporations and women politicians. And, and meanwhile, all the men were in the background going, okay, okay, check, check, check. And then, the, you know, little men's private boardroom, they're like, okay, it's time for some payback. How about we never let a woman win a sporting event ever again? I mean, do you think there's a secret meeting like that? Well, I just find it weird that women who have worked so hard, struggled so hard to get to where they want to be, and now women are saying, yeah, men, run in a marathon, uh, go in a bike race, go in a swimming pool, beat us, beat us, beat us. Like, I'm just confused why women would allow that. I don't know. I feel like I'm not educated enough on all of it, to be honest with you. It's weird, man. <laughs> That's weird. I mean, I feel like in je- like women's sports, obviously outside, like a, a different topic, but like yeah. professional sports, women is always, you know, they're not paid the same, and it's very, but it, it's underwatched in, in right. comparison, right? Like things like that. that and that's already a, like a you know a thorn in the side. But then you're letting men come in and compete, and just leaving women in the dust. Have you watched these track and field things and stuff? Like men are. Men are at the finish line smoking a cigar and eating a corned beef sandwich while the other women are still coming around the corner. I'd fucking run faster if I saw a man eating a corned beef sandwich at the finish line, to be honest with you. Really? (laughs) Yeah. Is that your type of jam? I love a Reuben. Oh, and the smell of that meat stuck in their gum. (laughs) (laughs) I don't necessarily want it. Yeah, I don't necessarily want to kiss anyone after they eat it. I just want the sandwich. All right. He'll do an extra lap, just run by and grab the sandwich and keep going. Yeah. I just don't I don't understand it. Like it it's like women have worked so hard and you got these women in college and high school and even in Olympic sport and in professional sports organizations, and they're letting men come in. Well, you're talking about like transgender athletes. Well, are men you... who identify as women. Right. I don't think they're even transgender, are they? I think they're just saying, hey, I'm a woman. I'm going to run in the 400 meter today. See you later, biatches, you know? I, 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 it's such or a... are they transgender? Maybe I'm missing something. Well, I think But it's... even then. I don't know. If biologically they're still got all the muscles and stuff of a man, it's I don't know. Man. Right, I think people it's a, it's such a fine line because people want them to live how they identify yeah. and, and and be categorized how they identify, but then there is an unfairness obviously in the gen- genetic makeup. Oh yeah, so, yeah. There's so many women I've seen these girls who have dedicated their adolescence to wanting to get to the Olympics and get sponsorships, and they're getting smoked by these these men in in the sport and they're they're losing their opportunity so maybe the the middle of the road the best thing to do would be create a sporting events for like, right like 
people who identify as something else or transgender. Right, or that might it make is. it more. Fa- I see what you're saying. I know it's such a, tr- a tricky subject because obviously I'm all for people living the you know how they want to live and who they right, want to be. Right, but not at the price of I, someone else too. Right, you know, and, as far as sports, you mean? Yeah, and I'm I'm saying this in support of women. Like I I, I hate seeing that that someone's getting left behind for for something like that. So I don't, I don't think know. I've paid enough attention to know that it's like a big um issue but i yeah. i mean i know the the issue is an issue but i didn't know that it was it's like pretty weird yeah rampant. i just yeah i think they should reverse it too and just you know if you want to be that humiliated women should be allowed to compete in men's sports and just get the same result what do you think you could outrun me if you had do you have a corned beef sandwich <laughs> in your hand or do you? Is the I bigger do. question. Because if you do, then I don't think you can outrun <laughs> yeah, me. Because no, I'll catch you fast. Yeah, you'll catch me real good. <laughs> I'm not an athletic person, so I don't think I pay pay enough attention to what's going on. Okay, no worries. Um, but you are a writer, by the way, folks. Sarah Colonna, hilarious stand up comedian, a writer. You you write movies, TV. Uh, t- uh, wrote sketch, a couple books. Wrote some books. What was the name of the, a couple of your books? My first book, which was a New York Times bestseller, number yeah. five. On what? the list, yeah. Oh, wow. What's it called? Life As I Blow It. And then my second one was called Has Anyone Seen My Pants? <laughs> wow. So they're very serious, as you can yeah. tell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Number five? Yeah. God, how did that make you feel? Pretty, um, I was very happy. Oh, I was, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was surprising, and it was, uh, it was nice. And are you going to do another book <laughs> since you've had success with two? I think I am, because both of those were more about uh times when i was single and dating and different stories in there not just about that but sort of the second one was an overall sort of being in my 30s and being single and liking where i was and then everyone asking me why i wasn't married and whatnot and me wondering what the fucking problem was because i didn't want to be married you didn't no i mean i am married now but just because i met someone that i wanted to marry but i didn't wasn't looking for it he's a great guy too he is yeah Yeah, he loves you he was very he's canadian too yeah yeah Yeah. he's so nice straight out of regina straight out of what now regina aren't we all yeah you know what they you know what they call it oh boy what the city that rhymes with fun you know that because you're canadian or did you not know that no tell me that's what they call it, the city that rhymes with fun, Regina, Saskatchewan. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's you, a bad joke. You know, there's a city in, um, this is for real, there's a city or a town in Newfoundland in Canada called Dildo. Is there really? And the saying there is you can take the girl out of Dildo, but you can <laughs> take the Dildo out of the girl. And in the middle of town, this is free, you can look at it on Google, they have a wooden statue of a sailor and his name's Captain Dildo because it's... It's like on the water. It's like a fisherman's town. So Captain Dildo is standing there waiting to greet you. I love Captain Dildo. Yeah. Yeah. My favorite captain. Yeah. I did not know that there was a a, a town named Dildo. but When it rains there, oh, my God, does he get shiny. (laughs) It gets very wet, a wet Dildo. Yeah. 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 God. Did you ever want a baby? Did you you have a baby? No. You don't want a baby? No. I don't want a baby. I don't want anyone else's baby. I don't want any kind of baby around me. I like babies. It doesn't sound like it from what I just said, but I just have never wanted kids, ever. I was very, are you going to get a baby out from under there? Oh, no. Oh, no. Surprise. Thank you. Looks like it didn't work out. (laughs) 
What? What is it? You're you're awkward touching it. Why, well, that's why you don't want one, I guess. It's awkward looking. Yeah. So, I mean, why did you? Why do you have this? I don't know. It's just I keep things under my desk. And yeah, then, and this then is some serial said, killer shit. Is it? Yeah. Keeping a stuffed baby under your desk. Oh, I thought you meant the baby was going to be a serial killer. Well. What would you call that? If you could give that baby a name, what would it be? Um, Demon? No. <laughs> Sounds like Damien, but Demon? Artie. Artie? He kind of looks like an Artie. I don't know. I'd probably call him Fuck Eyes. <laughs> he does have... <laughs> Look at those eyes. They're very blue. He sort of looks like maybe he could be mine, Ugh. to be honest with you. I don't have blue eyes, but John does. And, yeah, that's a... Imagine calling him in for dinner. Hey, dinner's ready, fuck eyes. <laughs> I think you have to go get him. This is another reason I couldn't have kids. You have to go get them for things. They can't get the, They can't go get dinner. They can't, that baby can't walk yet. It's too young. <laughs> oh, I was wrong. Here it goes. How would you create? You're a woman. How let's how would you cradle an infant child versus how I would cradle? Like if you were to cradle it in your arms. Okay. To your like this, isn't that what you do? Is it? Yeah. Hey, baby. Yeah. Okay. Well, hey, baby. <laughs> yeah, that's what do you, you say. Do you think you could maybe call? Oh, him sorry. By his hey, name? fuck eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Rude. Yeah. That's. I think that's how you hold a baby. Yeah. Well, Is this also going to end up on OnlyFans yeah, next to my? Yeah. <laughs> here's how. Here's how. Guys. Let me see how you hold it. <laughs> <laughs> Just sling it over We're your shoulder. We're going to the mall. <laughs> Fuck eyes. <laughs> Hang on, like a lumberjack. We're here. <laughs> oh, there it is. You know. Oh, yeah, God. that's probably how I would carry a baby, which is why I don't have one. Do I do get uncomfortable when someone hands me a baby. I know, you got really jacked when I when, well, I pulled, right when I pulled them out. You got a little jittery. Well, for several reasons. but Really? Yeah. What else? Because you have a, a, a doll. baby. Under baby the desk. Under, under your yeah. desk, yeah. I know, it I'm is just worried about weird. you now. <laughs> <laughs> just concerned about what goes on. Well, let's switch gears back to cleanse your palate, your mind. As a writer... Um, I wonder if we should do a little thing where we each, because writers are kind of poetic and fluffy and flamboyant, right? When we sure. write, you kind of you kind of learn to fluff things up a little, right? True. Embellish. Yeah. What if we each took a crack at like saying something very writery? You know, like we each like a flowery okay. kind of like sentence or a paragraph or okay. something, and just. You know, to, as a writer, not like these lay people would do, but as because I've tried to write a little bit too. I know. Okay, you are a writer. You didn't yeah, try. Yeah. So you you have to start so okay. that I can get prepared. All right. Here we go. Under the black velvet canopy of the hot summer night, the crickets chirped in the distance as the children stood in the corn and cried. And as the tractor slowly chugged closer, the cancerous black exhaust spewing into the midnight sky, one of the children, Tommy, pulled his head off and <laughs> rounded up. I lost it at the end. I, I rounded up. You went, yeah, you went yeah. back to just being a normal person, yeah, like a normal writer. You, you said that the kids lost their heads and rounded up. Okay, you try now. Okay. It was a cold winter's night. 
and the coffee was brewing. But little Jimmy wanted hot chocolate because he'd never had coffee before. And his parents said, Hey, little Jimmy, all we have is coffee, and we can't go out into the storm on the road. It's a storm on the road. It's icy. And then little Jimmy threw a fit. So his dad said, it's okay, little Jimmy. I'm going to brave the storm, the cold winter. I have to flower it up, right? The cold wintry storm, and I'm going to get you coffee. No, hot chocolate. Yeah, there you go. Thank you. So Henry, little Jimmy's dad, hops into his large Ford pickup truck. Unbeknownst to him, it had a flat tire. And he took off down the icy road. And he slammed into a tree, and he died. And little Jimmy had to live with that. Wait, I'm still dying. Oh, it was sorry. a slow death. Oh. And then he died. Wait, not yet. He's, no, he's dead. <laughs> We're good. Yeah. We should write a book together called... Round it up, pound it down. Or <laughs> Round it up, pound it down yeah. is, if it's not a book, yeah. that should be at least the name of, I don't know, sex act. a tour. Oh, a tour. Yeah, or yeah. a tour and a sex act. Yeah. Oh, or all three. Yeah. Round it up and pound it down. Oh. I mean, it kind of says it all. God. Do you have tattoos? Do you have a tramp stamp? And be honest. No. I used to have a belly button ring. No way. What, what happened? Uh, I don't know. Just one day it wasn't there anymore, so I guess it fell out. Ooh, it just disappeared. I yeah, I, I, yeah. Some at oh. some point in my thirties, it was just gone. It's to be probably honest. like at the bottom of a Holiday Inn hot tub or something. <laughs> it pro- yeah, it probably is. Oh, or god. like a Motel Six. Oh god. <laughs> yeah. Imagine stepping on that. Someone's, Someone's got your belly, belly button, button ring. ring. I know. If you if anyone's found it, I think it was sort of like a a pink color with a uh, you know how they have little balls on them. What now? It had like a little ball on it to keep it, I guess, in. But that didn't work because it did fall out. Also, I don't know how belly button ring falls out. So now I feel like something went wrong. My buddy, I think you know him, Larry, the cable guy. Yeah. He said his fat girlfriend has an onion ring in her belly button. (laughs) Wait, you know what? There's a rumor when I was in high school about a girl. And this is obviously not true. But this is what Might it reminds me of, your, that the onion ring joke. I'm not going to rule it out. Can I decide if it's true or not? Yes. Thank you. She had really very, very large boobs. And we were only in like ninth grade. And someone said they hooked up with her and that a spider came out from underneath one of her boobs. Whoa. I don't, that didn't happen. And she had to deal with that rumor in high school. I don't, there's no way a spider yeah. came out from under a boob. Yeah, you know what? I'm going to agree with you on that. Because think of it. A boob is like, that's a lot of meat. Yep. That's a lot of weight. Yep. A spider is a delicate little acronoid or whatever they're called. Acne. Arachnoid. There we go. So if if you put like a arachnid or a spider under your Big, you said she had big, big, melons, big old melons, giant milk jugs. Yeah. You put that down, that would like being rolling a boulder on, on over on a baby on good old fuck eyes. Right. Like that, that would be like, that would be like, you know, just fuck. 
putting him under a tire. That'd be like fuck guys is like in the park playing and a giant boulder like 30 <laughs> feet high rolls down and just, you know, you know, like like old fuck guys could smell his own, his own, whatever that area is. Oh, no. fuck eyes. What a pain this kid is. <laughs> well, now he looks like a little superhero, like he's flying. Oh, fuck eyes. So if a spider was under a boob, like it, that would that would just do what it did to old fuck eyes. It would just uh, yeah. like squish the shit out of him. Yeah. So I, I thank you for, uh, I think that she probably appreciates that you're also yeah saying that rumor was false. It's cool that we were able to like deduce everything, tear it apart, made it scientific, really, reshape it, figure out the laws of <laughs> physics, and realize that a spider could not live under those conditions. Although I have seen spiders under rocks, but somehow they've found a little air like vacuum a or a crack or something like that. Let's yeah. put fuck guys back. He's been through some trauma. He's had a rough day already. Yeah. Um, but rumors are mean like that, though. What has anyone ever said something really mean to you? Like, what's the what's? Do you remember, like, even in high school, what's the meanest thing? A kid or an adult or an executive or someone? Is there is there something that ever stands out in your mind that was like the meanest freaking thing someone's ever said? I mean, I remember in high school, people always said I had a big nose, which wasn't, but. Yeah. I don't know. It didn't really. I mean, I kind of do, so it's fine. Whatever. I got that, too, with my ears. My ears, like, I kind of grew into my ears, but right up until I was about, like, 35, my ears stuck out. They called me, like, Alfred E. Newman and Mr. Spock. And Oh, that's not nice. Yeah. I mean, did you, did you ever try to tape them back? You know what's funny? When I was a little kid, so when I was, like, probably eight, nine years old, the kids at school, I'd come home crying because, you know, they made fun of me. My parents were like, one day they got all serious. We met in the living room and they said, Harland, now there's, there's this procedure where we can take you to the hospital and the doctors can, it's called pinning your ears back and they can flatten them back. And I don't know what it was, but even at that little age, I just, in my head, I went, you know what? God made me with these big ears for some reason. I don't know what it is yet. Maybe there isn't a reason, but for some reason, he made me like this, and I'm not going to touch it. You know, maybe, maybe we're going to be an ear model, and you didn't know it. That's a possibility. Are there ear models? Shit. I don't know. There's hand models and feet models. Yeah. There's probably an ear model. Oh, God. Like an ear double? I didn't know. That might have been my calling. I don't think you have big ears, though. Well, now I've grown into them. Okay. But even even like if you look at some of my old stand-up comedy specials or even even in some of my older movie roles, they're still sticking out a little, you know? I could, um, what if you had gotten them pinned back and then you grew into them and then everyone thought you had weird little ears? Yeah. That would have been a bummer. But yeah, if I, what, if, what if they pinned them and then you, you ever see a tree where a fence is and the tree grows around the fence? Yes. So it looks like the trees, like the the fence went right into the tree. That maybe, what if my head grew around my ears and I looked like Dementoid from Planet fucking... It wouldn't have looked right. Yeah. You made the right choice to leave him alone. Yeah. I didn't get a nose job. You didn't get your ears done. You know, your nose is fine. I think my face probably grew a little bit too. But I think it's a little, it's got like a bump. It's fine. Yeah, I, mean, I, I don't bump care. too. Yeah, it's yeah. fine. I don't really, Yeah. I don't really think about it. 
Did, speaking just real quick of stand-up specials. Yes. Oh, my God. Here we go. I mean, I've told you this before, but the listeners get to know. that Because you hosted my first at the time, first ever time I did Comedy Central. You were my host. That's Premium right. Blend. Premium Blend. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't even know each other then. No. Was that your very first TV-like appearance? Yeah. You know what's so funny? There were so many guys. Dean Edwards who went on to do Saturday Night Live. Mm-hmm. Bobby Lee. You. There was a bunch you. of... You. Everyone did it. Like, Premium yeah. Blend was sort of the... It was weird for me because I was hosting it. And most of you guys were doing it because you were new on the scene. Like, right. like not on the scene. You'd been doing comedy before, yeah. but you hadn't done anything like a TV thing. You, This was your chance to get known. And so I was there, and I'd already been immersed in it for 20 years, and so I didn't know any of you guys. I was like, oh, that guy's good. That girl's good. That guy's not so good. Like, But I didn't know one person on the show. And, right. And I hosted it. I think we went through like 60 comics. Like it was over three days. And I came out and I had to do a little shtick in between and introduce everyone. What was it like for you, that experience? It was fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was fun. I mean, I don't even I don't even know if you can... F- I feel like I could probably find it, but it would be funny just to see. But yeah. I don't... Because I don't even really remember what I did. I remember I wore a bad outfit. I had terrible hair. Really? Yeah, I had really bad hair. Oh, yeah. what was it doing? Um, well, cause I have very curly hair yeah. and it's long, which I, nobody ever told me that I should do that. So I used to cut it short and then it growed uh, it would grow upwards like towards the, oh, like, like a, a mushroom kind, like towards oh. the sun, like a plant. Like oh, it was, really? yeah. So it was like short. fungus. Yeah. yeah. It was oh. short here and then sort of going up. Oh, weird. Like, yeah. Like a clown. Like a little bit of a clown. Oh my God. Yeah. When I was in college, I cut it really short, and my friend said that I looked like a uh, ma'am from Webster. Do you remember? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and, that, and I was only like 20, and so it wasn't a good look for me. I looked like I was about 57. <sighs> At least they didn't say you looked like Webster. <laughs> That's true. That would have been really rough. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wasn't he a little black boy? Yeah. Yeah, yeah a little tiny yeah. Webster. It would have been weird if people thought I looked like Webster. Imagine we your, definitely your didn't hair like. grew so crazy. You, you were a white person, and you looked like a little black boy. <laughs> the end of your hair day that's not a good hair day when you when you jump races <laughs> and, that's and, not and, good and hair just, and just take 30 years off of your life yeah, yeah. turn into a little boy he was a weird looking little guy wasn't he he looked like a little doll or something i remember i, I feel I, like he was really cute yeah cute but mm-hmm. a, but like a little like apple dumpling type of kid right wasn't he? yes yeah I, I i don't i remember the kid from a different stroke gary coleman yeah he was like a cute little apple dumpling yeah, kid. Yeah, little face, little cheeks. He was no fuck eyes, but he, he was, was no fuck eyes. He was he was cute as hell. Wonder if those two ever got together and just slapped it out, <laughs> like punched the shit out of each other to <laughs> see who was going to be king of the cute. Probably Webster and what was who was the other kid? Gary Gary Coleman. Coleman. Emmanuel Lewis was Webster, right? Oh yeah. Imagine you're just rolling down the street one day past a park and you see those two just drop kicking each other in the face and just pile driving each other. I'm the cutest, you little bastard. I would like to see. I for some reason I think I would like to see that. I'd like to see that UFC Webster and and uh, what's his face Gary Coleman. Gary Coleman. Yeah, I want them to get along in real life, but I also wouldn't mind. I don't know. There's probably probably a lot of people would be fun to watch fight for no reason. I'd like to watch them like eat candy floss together and giggle, (laughs) and then in the next breath punch the shit out of each other. (laughs) God, what kind of universe do we live in? (laughs) An odd one. God. 
teriyaki <laughs> sauce. <laughs> um, I wanted to ask you this, thinking of because we comedians have quirky senses of humor, right? Yes. Is there anything in your life that physical comedy that, like, speaking of driving by and seeing those two fighting, is there a, is there a moment in your life where you saw something physical, like somebody tripping or falling off of something or a physical moment where you just lost it, like you laughed out of control? I feel like I always, I'm, for some reason, if someone falls, yeah, it's especially if I find out they're okay afterwards. Yeah. And I do have an initial reaction to laughing at people falling, which is awful, especially if they, you know, if they get hurt yeah. and you're like, oh shit, I didn't mean to laugh, but then yeah. you're already laughing and then you yeah. can't stop. Yeah. It's the worst. But I, I, I think like, remember Jack Tripper? I yeah, mean, yeah, company. John Ritter, yeah. but it, yeah. for some reason that his physical comedy, like Pratt falls, yeah. just being like over the top, Always made me laugh. Like but, that'll make me laugh every time. But did you ever see someone in real life, like like at a mall or out in the schoolyard or in your neighborhood <laughs> or somewhere, like saw, like wipe out and you just died? Yeah, I saw a girl. Oh, here we go. I we were on. I was on vacation with here John, with my go. husband. Yeah, and it was one of those. I tried actually to get this. Have you ever followed that Instagram account in influencers in the wild where no. they? It's basically uh, and they people submit videos of people who are thinking they're being influencers doing humiliating shit in public. Like they, they're trying to get like a, I don't know, a dance or stick their ass or twerk or whatever. And then, so we saw these girls on this, (laughs) it was like we were in Mexico and they were, they were out on a, um, on a, a, like a boardwalk that had, it was closed off. It had roped off. It yeah. had been like wiped out by a hurricane. Okay. There was only a little bit of it left. They were yeah. not supposed to be on it. People kept telling them to get off of it. And then we were watching it. These two girls were just getting photos because they loved the background, even yeah. though this was like a condemned area, basically. <laughs> yeah. And then one of them went out too far, and she hit one of the boards that like, and broke, and she fell right in the water. And oh. I fucking... Laugh for three days. How how far was the drop? It wasn't very far, but so it was even did. funnier because basically she fell on her ass in like kind of shallow water, and her feet went uh, up over her head. And the guy that had been like telling them to get off of that yeah. just basically stood there and was like, "Yeah, that's that's what I told you was going to happen." Uh, and he, you could tell he was trying not to laugh, but and, and you I can't laughed. Stop laughing. No, right? yeah, especially when someone's being that stupid. We were, we were driving through. We went on a family road trip when I was a kid, and I have four sisters, and three of us were stuffed in the back seat. And it was me on one side, my littlest sister on the other, and my, my second littlest sister, like, in the middle. And it was, this was, like, way back before all cars had air conditioning, you know? This was, like, in the 70s. Yeah. So all the windows were down. It was the middle of summer, and we're just speeding down this back, like, farm road. Like, you know, it's out in the country, and there's, like, crops on either side, and wildflowers, and, and all the windows are open. And have you ever seen the giant, giant honeybees, like the fat ones? Yeah. They're just, like, they're really round and big. So we were probably going about 65 miles an hour. And because all the windows were open, like, my sister was sitting in the middle, and one of these bees got sucked into the car and just went bang and just splattered 
oh. right in the middle of her forehead and it stung her. Oh. And, and it bounced up. But just the noise, it was like, just sounded like this splat noise. <laughs> just, it was like so shocking. So it died right on impact. It died. And stung her. Yeah. That's, <laughs> a, that's a double F yeah, you. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's right between the fuck eyes. That's like when remember when um, Fabio got hit in the forehead with a goose. Oh yeah, yeah. He was not. I, why was that so funny? But it was. Oh, I that mean, would be hilarious. Yeah, I mean, probably wasn't funny to. I guess the goose was it a goose? I feel no, like no. I think it was a seagull. Right? Yeah, because seagull a, or a duck or a something. goose is very big. Yeah. So I don't think it could. A goose would have probably yeah <laughs> taken his head off. Yeah. But he what are the in, odds? Like what some are, kind of bird, yeah. yeah. Not something as like would, a guy that good looking, and he gets hit in the face with a with waterfowl. <laughs> what a loser! <laughs> That's one of those humiliating moments. It's hard to come back from. The irony is, if he had only put a nice little sheen of "I can't believe it's not butter" on his face before, it would have like slid right it off. It would have slid right off. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I think. I mean, I always do that before I go on a roller coaster. I can't believe it's not butter. <laughs> Three. Is that is that Fabio or I think, Schwarzenegger? I don't know. I think it's could Both. be yeah, either one. It felt like a combo. Yeah. Um, speaking of foreigners, what, what where was he from? Was he like Dutch or something or Austrian? Oh, Austrian sounds right. So let's yeah. go with that. Well, speaking of that, we have a little thing we do with all our guests. You ready? Don't pull out another baby. <laughs> no called words from a wooden shoe okay it's a dutch clog mm -hmm. and what we do is we get our guests to reach inside there's random words in here and see if the word inspires a story or a memory based on the word but don't look reach in you can't see what you're picking sarah colonna it's like reading braille all yeah. over again oh. okay all right got it what do you got grandpa oh any grandpa stories both of mine are dead all right this was uh the harland <laughs> are they really do you have any fond memories i do actually my so my grandpa on my dad's side yeah was he liked to play the harmonica oh nice yeah and he uh had one trick that he did which was that he could talk like um donald duck and he did it really well he did like a really good Donald Duck. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Oh my God, Grandpa, is that you? That's really good. That's really good. Did I know that you could do that? No, but thanks, Grandpa. Thanks, Grandpa. I don't. I can't do. I'm fascinated by anyone can do any kind of impression yeah. that anything. I can't do it. So what was the... Wait, he would do Donald Duck? He would Duck just talk like Donald Duck. While playing the harmonica? No. Because I can't do that. No, they're two separate talents. But he did play the harmonica. Um, and that's it. He's dead. And then my other... <laughs> I told you what I like to do is bring things down sometimes. Yeah, yeah tell depressing stories. <laughs> see what it did though it made you do that and that was really good 
But he played the harmonica. I don't know. That's a pretty good talent, yeah. right? It's a tough thing. Did to he do. play it in a band, or was it? Did he just do it like on the street corner? Did he, he do it for the kids? He what? would just do it. He would just like he would just play. Yeah, he did it in like a with some friends, I think. And oh. um, when in his later years, like at the you know, he was in sort of like one of those. I don't know Sun Valley, one of those places where it's yeah. not you're not in a home, but you're in a community. Oh, Sun Valley is not a place; it's like a retirement home. It might be both. It might be a place where there's like a retirement right. home area. But like, what is it about the the experience of the harmonica that you held on to it? Obviously, something popped into your mind. Yeah. Was it is it a comforting thing? Is it is it a? Yeah, I just remember it? it was how he would entertain us. And yeah. he liked to show off and do his harmonica. And he was also a very heavy smoker, so I was always fascinated oh, really? that he was able to do both. Of the breath. Yeah. Would he play one or two notes and then pass out? <laughs> Just do a little bit of both. Like, can you do can you do Donald Duck as a smoker? <laughs> I said these have no filters on them. Oh. Not, not very good. I thought they said they have no fingers on them, which oh. I thought you were talking about. He doesn't have any fingers. Oh so yeah, how is he? It's smoking like that. Oh yeah, smoking with a wing. Yeah, Smoke. or like a webbed. Yeah, foot. <laughs> It wouldn't be easy. Yeah. Why does he slurp? <laughs> What's he smoking? <laughs> Lily pads? Probably. Um, well, before we go, will you please, uh, Sarah does. That was it. I just did, I just said, uh, I just ruined it with talking about my dead grandpa. Now it's time no, to sign that, off. Yeah. No, no we, that's fair. The final thing is always that we end okay. the show with the wooden clog, the wooden words from a wooden shoe. I know. And I should have been more prepared for a better story. No, okay. that's a great story. Okay. That's that. It doesn't matter. It can be big, small, whatever. Okay. How many people have a grandfather that plays harmonica and does Donald Duck? That's true. Hello. Probably more than we realize. <laughs> really? No. Very special. Just one or the other, probably, but not both. What about on your mother's side? Did your grandfather on your mother's side do like Mickey Mouse or anything like that? And then when they got together in a family get together, how are you? <laughs> Fuck you too. <laughs> Anything no, like but that? I wish. Okay. Yeah, okay. my grandpa and my mom's side didn't do any impressions. Okay, just, okay. Yeah. Sad. I know. Oh. Well. You had one talented <laughs> granddaddy. Uh, but before we go, tell everyone where they can uh, find you, see you do your stand-up, get your books, yeah. all that stuff. Please, let well, it rip. It's all on Sarah Colonna, C-O-L-O-N-N-A.com, with my tour schedule, links to the books. Do you have social media we can plug that people can find you? Yeah, Instagram, it's Sarah Colonna one yeah. the number one at the end, because some, some other bitch got there first, some oh, other Sarah no Colonna. Way. Yeah. And... Facebook, same thing. Well, just Sarah Colonna. So, yeah. yeah. And then that's where you can keep up with everything. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Get Sarah's books. Go see her do stand up. And uh, thanks for coming, man. What Thank a blast. you. Thank do, you. Do you um, I, I don't want to take fuck eyes with me if that's what you're going to ask. Well, why don't we give him one last <laughs> look and see if. I mean, you sure you don't want to. He actually kind of looks like he could be my, my husband and I's baby. So that's a, Let's another do reason. the right thing. No. Take him. 
All right. Yeah, yeah. Come on, fuck guys. <laughs> We're going home. <laughs> there you go. Let's hit the theme music. She's going home with a good old fuck guys. Ladies and gentlemen, Sarah Colonna. Check her out. SarahColonna.com. Sarah Colonna 1. Get her bucks. And until next time, chicken chow mein, baby. Ugh. I don't think you burp a baby with oh. its ass. Oh. Yeah, you have to burp it on the... Oh, my God. It's grabbing my hair. Holy God. <laughs> Fuck him. It's real. <laughs> there he is. He looks more like he belongs with you. Yeah. He seems happy here. <laughs> oh, fuck, guys. <laughs>